When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. And now, Omaha, a 720 WGN, nine minutes after nine o'clock. I'm John Landecker, getting set to count, <clears throat> getting set to count down the top ten researched Christmas, aka holiday songs for 2022. Yeah, I'm taking you behind the scenes. So we got these radio stations; they flip format uh, this time of year, or even a few weeks ago, to a quote unquote all holiday uh, music, all Christmas music format uh so what i've got here are researched conclusions from an organization known as the p1 media group i'm getting uh, down with the actual people involved in this now you're saying p1 media group what does that mean what is a p1 uh well p1 has absolutely nothing to do with using the toilet in the radio industry p- well p1 p2 i mean think about it um <clears throat> P1 is a category used to identify your radio station's most avid listeners, okay? So this company is called the P1 Media Group, and they offer radio station things like strategy planning, music research, uh, crowdsource, music tests, talent development. Oh, that's my favorite. Hi, John. Uh, we brought in some people here who are going to talk to you about your talent development. Uh-huh. Thanks. That sounds really good. Um, never went well. Just trust me. Never went well. At any rate. <clears throat> so, after they did what they do, P1 Media Research has released a list of America's top testing Christmas songs for 2022. Not... Uh, sales or anything or streams or anything like this testing so with that in mind as a radio station in chicago used to say when they did their capsule countdown in quick review for you here are the top 10 testing christmas tunes for this year number 10 Wham! Bam! Well, no, that's Wham, yes. The Bam and Thank You, Man, That I think that was David Bowie. Wham! Last Christmas, number 10. At number 9. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny nose Like a light bulb And if you ever saw it You would even say it glowed Alright, so there, now this is the interesting thing about researching songs as opposed to using other barometers. That's number nine. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by Gene Autry which I believe came out in 1949 and sold 2.5 million copies the first year, eventually selling a total of 25 million and remained the second best-selling record of all time until the 1980s. And it was, um, yeah. And Rudolph was created right in Chicago, if I'm correct, by... uh, 
Montgomery Wards. Yes. You're telling me that yep. it is the second most selling well, album it, of all It time. was. Oh, not okay. album, it, song. Oh, okay. Okay, but this is the interesting part about research. So number 10 is Wham! Okay? And then right after that is Gene Autry. Do you follow what I'm... Couldn't be further apart. You, this is the interesting facet of this, I believe. When you test, as opposed to use other, other barometers. All right. Mm-hmm. Where are we? Uh, number eight. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Yes, that's right. Uh, That's the number eight testing tune, Bing Crosby, of course. As the countdown continues, we're at number seven. Feliz Navidad. Yes, of course, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano here at 720 WGN. I'm John Landecker. Counting down <laughs> the top 10 researched Christmas songs for 2022. And the countdown continues. 720 WGN, 18 minutes after 9. I'm John Landecker in the midst of a countdown of the top 10 researched Christmas, a.k.a. holiday songs for 2022. Just review quickly. Number 10 was Wham! Last Christmas. Number 9, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry. Number 8, Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, Bing Crosby. Number 7, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano, which brings us to number 6. I don't want a lot for Christmas. would be now thank you uh yeah that's mariah carey of course all i want for christmas is you at number six and i've already got a few texts here from 630 i'm okay never hearing the mariah carey song again uh, also from 319 how much does mariah make for christmas you know that is a very good point and a very good question because all of these songs are money makers big time oh yeah big time hands down yes so I don't know how much. Well, first of all, it would depend on a lot of factors that I haven't the time nor the interest really to go after. I mean, who owns the songs? You know, who gets the royalties? Is it the artist? Is it someone else? Who knows? Um, Is it the estate of somebody like Bing Crosby or Gene Autry? Who knows? Somebody's making boku bucks off of these tunes because it's that time of year. And in the countdown... We've reached number five. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year Hi, Andy Williams at number five, most wonderful time of the year. Okay, obviously in a countdown, number four, three, two, one will occur. And as I said, this is a countdown of researched tunes by a consultant radio group called the P1 Media Group, which means that there are some unusual pairings. Like we noted at the beginning, number 10 was Wham! And number 9 was Gene Autry. This is interesting, but not quite the same. You'll see what I mean. This, as we go to, where are we? This is number four. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. All right, there you go, number four. Of course, that's Burl Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas. Here it gets interesting. Number three. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donna and Blitzen. shiny nose and if you ever saw it you would even say it glows okay here's the interesting part if we're counting down if we believe there's research from this uh, p1 media group number nine in the countdown was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by gene autry number four in the countdown was burl ives holly jelly christmas number three in the countdown was once again rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by burl ives now when i saw that in print i'm like Seriously? Is, is this a misprint? No. This is the possible result of a media group doing, getting a focus group together or however they do their music research. People it's, really like Rudolph. That's what I'm getting <laughs> out of this. Is people really love Rudolph. You can't go wrong with Rudolph. But you get how interesting uh, this can get. Um by the way, do you have an answer for how much Mariah Carey makes? Oh, on- yes, I do. I did a quick little search, and yeah. it looks like every year during Christmas, yes. Carey is estimated to make about $2.6 million just from that wow. one song alone. And that's that's yeah. incredible. Well, all of these are, as I said, are moneymakers. And that includes, where are we in this countdown? Number two. That's uh, Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock. Um, I got a comment about that, but first uh, we need to play in the countdown. Are you ready? Number one. Rocking around the Christmas 
around the Christmas tree, Brenda Lee, number one tune as far as this research group is concerned for the Christmas holiday music uh, format for 2022. The thing I find interesting is, as we go through some of these songs, it's not just the different years that are represented, but the different types of music that are represented. For instance, if you're old enough, you remember when our parents said, turn down that rock music, or... I remember having a, Mr. Berg was a choir and teacher at my high school who dismissed rock and roll completely. It'll never last. Well, Jingle Bell what? Jingle Bell Rock. Okay? The number two song. What What are we doing around the Christmas tree with Brenda Lee? We are rocking. Rocking. All right? Need I say, I say, say no more. Okay. You get my drift? You catch what I'm getting at here? All right. New entries for 2022 uh, from this research group. Now, I'm not going to play these songs, but I'm just going to mention them to you in case you're interested. Uh, number 32 is Frank Sinatra, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Number 34 is Darlene Love, Winter Wonderland. Number 35 is Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Number 42 is Taylor Swift, Last Christmas. Number 55 is John Legend, What Christmas Means to Me. Number 56 is In Sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Number 57, The Jonas Brothers, Brother, uh, Like It's Christmas, I believe the song is called. Yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting, I don't know, is this a sociological phenomenon? I wonder, I wonder where Dominic the Donkey ranked on that. <laughs> Because that is, you know, uh, I did not print out the entire. I don't know. I think they have two hundred. They tested like two hundred songs. And put Dominic them the Donkey's probably last. That is well, not. You a don't know. One. You don't know. Is it Michael Bublé? Is that how you say his Bublé. name? Bublé. Bublé. Uh-huh, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. His version is at number forty. Um, That's a good version. I really do like. Bublé. But it combines all these different eras, these different genres, these different type of artists into one format, which I think is sort of cool, quite frankly, because back in the day, if you were working at a top 40 station, like the ones that were here in Chicago, that meant that the only criteria for a song getting on was that it was a hit, that it sold. It didn't matter if it was a rock song. I mean, that's how you got to hear like Cheap Trick next to Sammy Davis Jr., (laughs) <laughs> or or some inst- only that way i mean or you know some instrumental tune that uh like love is blue by paul moriad and then the beatles yeah. come on yeah um and th- i think there's something to be said for that uh although i think this is the only kind of format that still has that particular aspect to it of combining different genres and different eras and different artists uh because it's become so specialized Speaking of Christmas music, yes. do you mind if I ask you a question? Not at all. What is your least favorite Christmas song? Oh, my God. My least favorite Christmas song. Wow. Yeah, because I feel like everyone I, I has that come, one. I, can't, I, don't, I can't come back uh, with one off the top of my head. Mm. Um, I, don't, I, can't, I don't 
I'm not referencing That's it. That's going to be my poll for everyone. Uh, is what's least your least favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas song? song, or one you well, just can't stand? Well, I mean, people stand. have all, all, people have always a couple of people on the text line have already said that they can't stand the Mariah Carey song. One of the things that contributes to someone's dislike of the tune, at least in my theory, is is that it gets repeated over and over and over and over and over again every yeah. year. Maybe the first or you know, you heard it a couple of times. It's like, that's nice. Uh, however, if you heard it like who knows how many times, you have that ear fatigue going on. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't like Can't it so do much that anymore. anymore. My least I? favorite is yeah. Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney. Cannot stand it. Well, I, I can go either way on it. It wouldn't make my top 10 list or yeah. my, a list of my favorites. Yeah, I'm a. There's a lot of. Uh, like, I love Paul, but I just can't but, get behind that song. There's a lot of traditional type. Christmas songs that I like, you know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Joy yeah, to the World, the that classics. kind of stuff. Yeah. Now that's what well, I call Christmas Music Volume 1. <laughs> yeah. And now, oh hi, a 7.20 WGN, nine minutes after nine o'clock, I'm John Landecker, getting set to count, <clears throat> getting set to count down the top 10 researched Christmas, a.k.a. holiday songs, for 2022 yeah i'm taking you behind the scenes so we got these radio stations they flip format uh, this time of year or even a few weeks ago to with a quote-unquote all holiday uh music all christmas music format uh so what i've got here are researched conclusions from an organization known as the p1 media group i'm getting uh, down with the actual people involved in this now you're saying P1 Media Group. What does that mean? What is a P1? Uh, well, P1 has absolutely nothing to do with using the toilet in the radio industry. P- well, P1, P2, I mean, think about it. Um, <clears throat> P1 is a category used to identify your radio station's most avid listeners. Okay? So this company is called the P1 Media Group, and they offer radio station Things like strategy planning, music research, uh, crowdsource, music tests, talent development. Oh, that's my favorite. Hi, John. Uh, we brought in some people here who are going to talk to you about your talent development. Uh-huh. Thanks. That sounds really good. Um, never went well. Just trust me. Never went well. At any rate. <clears throat> so, after they did what they do... P1 Media Research has released a list of America's top testing Christmas songs for 2022. Not uh, sales or anything or streams or anything like this. Testing. So with that in mind, as a radio station in Chicago used to say, when they did their capsule countdown, in quick review for you, here are the top 10 testing Christmas tunes for this year. Number 10. Wham! Bam! Well, no, that's Wham, yes. The Bam and Thank You Man, That I think that was David Bowie. Wham! Last Christmas, number 10. At number 9... You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall 
the most famous reindeer of all. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. Like a light bulb. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glowed. All right, so there. now this is the interesting thing about researching songs as opposed to using other barometers. That's number nine, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry, which I believe came out in 1949. Wow. And sold 2.5 million copies the first year, eventually selling a total of 25 million and remained the second best-selling record of all time until the 1980s. And it was, what? um yeah. And what? It, R- Rudolph was created right in Chicago, if I'm correct, by... Uh, yeah. Montgomery Wards. Yes. You're telling me that yep. it is the second most selling well, it, album of all It was. Oh, not okay. album, it w- song. Oh, okay. Okay, but this is the interesting part about research. So, number 10 is Wham! Okay? And then right after that is Gene Autry. Do you follow what I'm... Couldn't be further apart. You, this is the interesting facet of this, I believe. When you test as opposed to use other other barometers. All right, mm-hmm. where are we? Uh, number eight. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's the number eight testing tune, Bing Crosby, of course. As the countdown continues, we're at number seven. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom. Yes, of course, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano here at 720 WGN. I'm John Landecker. Counting down (laughs) the top 10 researched Christmas songs for 2022. And the countdown continues. 720 WGN, 18 minutes after 9. I'm John Landecker in the midst of a countdown of the top 10 researched Christmas, a.k.a. holiday songs for 2022. Just review quickly. Number 10 was Wham! Last Christmas. Number 9, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry. Number 8, Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, Bing Crosby. Number 7, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano, which brings us to number 6. I don't want a lot for Christmas. to end would be now. 
Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's Mariah Carey, of course. All I want for Christmas is you at number six. And I've already got a few texts here from 630. I'm okay never hearing the Mariah Carey song again. Uh, also from 319. How much does Mariah make for Christmas? You know, that is a very good point and a very good question. Because all of these songs are moneymakers. Big time. Oh, yeah. Big time. Hands down. Yes. So, I don't know how much. Well, first of all, it would depend on a lot of factors that I haven't the time nor the interest really to go after. I mean, who owns the songs? You know, who gets the royalties? Is it the artist? Is it someone else? Who knows? Um, Is it the estate of somebody like Bing Crosby or Gene Autry? Who knows? Somebody's making boku bucks off of these tunes because it's that time of year. And in the countdown, we've reached number five. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hi, Dandy Williams at number five, most wonderful time of the year. Okay. Obviously, in a countdown, number four, three, two, one will occur. And as I said, this is a countdown of researched tunes by a consultant radio group called the P1 Media Group, which means that there are some unusual pairings, like we noted at the beginning. Number 10 was Wham, and number 9 was Gene Autry. This is interesting, but not quite the same. You'll see what I mean. This, as we go to, where are we? This is number 4. the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow but have a cup of cheer Alright, there you go, number four of course, that's Brill Ives Holly Jolly Christmas Here it gets interesting Number three You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donna and Blitzen shiny nose and if you ever saw it you would even say it glow okay here's the interesting part if we're counting down if we believe there's research from this uh, p1 media group number nine in the countdown was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by gene autry number four in the countdown was burl ives holly jelly christmas number three in the countdown was once again rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by burl ives now when i saw that in print i'm like Seriously? Is, is this a misprint? No. This is the possible result of a media group doing, getting a focus group together or however they do their music research. People this, really like Rudolph. That's what I'm getting <laughs> out of this. Is people really love Rudolph. You can't go wrong with Rudolph. But you get how interesting uh, this can get. Um, 
By the way, do you have an answer for how much Mariah Carey makes? Oh, yes, I do. I did a quick little search, and it looks like every year during Christmas, Carey is estimated to make about $2.6 million just from that one song alone. That's That's incredible. Well, all of these, are, as I said, are moneymakers. And that includes, where are we in this countdown? Number two. That's uh, Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock. Um, I got a comment about that, but first uh, we need to play in the countdown. Are you ready? Number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rocking around the Christmas tree, Brenda Lee, number one tune as far as this research group is concerned for the Christmas holiday music uh, format for 2022. The thing I find interesting is, as we go through some of these songs, it's not just the different years that are represented, but the different types of music that are represented. For instance, if you're old enough, you remember when our parents said, Turn down that rock music. Or I remember having a, Mr. Berg was a choir and teacher at my high school who dismissed rock and roll completely. It'll never last. Well, Jingle Bell what? Jingle Bell Rock. Okay? The number two song. What what are we doing around the Christmas tree with Brenda Lee? We are rocking. Rocking. All right? Need I say... I say, say no more. Okay? You get my drift? You catch what I'm getting at here? All right. New entries for 2022 uh, from this research group. Now, I'm not going to play these songs, but I'm just going to mention them to you in case you're interested. Uh, number 32 is Frank Sinatra, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Number 34 is Darlene Love, Winter Wonderland. Number 35 is Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Number 42 is Taylor Swift. Last Christmas. Number 55 is John Legend, What Christmas Means to Me. Number 56 is In Sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Number 57, The Jonas Brothers, uh, Like It's Christmas, I believe the song is called. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting, I don't know, is this a sociological phenomenon? I wonder wonder where Dominic the Donkey ranked on that. (laughs) Because that is, you know, uh, I did not print out the entire. I don't know. I think they have two hundred. They tested like two hundred songs. And put Dominic in. the Donkey's probably last. That is well, not you a don't know. One. You don't know. Is it Michael Bublé? Is that how you say his Bublé. name? Bublé. Bublé. Uh-huh, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. His version is at number forty. Um, That's a good version. I really do like. Bublé. But it combines all these different eras, these different genres, these different type of artists into one format, which I think is sort of cool, quite frankly, because back in the day, if you were working at a top 40 station, like the ones that were here in Chicago, that meant that the only criteria for a song getting on was that it was a hit. 
that it sold. It didn't matter if it was a rock song. I mean, that's how you got to hear like Cheap Trick next to Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> or or some only that way. I mean, or you know, some instrumental tune that uh, like Love Is Blue by Paul Moriart, and then the Beatles yeah. come on. Yeah. Um, and I think there's something to be said for that. Uh, although I think this is the only kind of format that still has that particular aspect to it of combining different genres and different eras and different artists uh, because it's become so specialized. Speaking of Christmas music, yes. do you mind if I ask you a question? Not at all. What is your least favorite Christmas song? Oh, my God. My least favorite Christmas song. Wow. Yeah, because I feel like everyone I, I has that back, one. I, I, don't, I can't come back uh, with one off the top of my head. Hmm. Um. I don't, I can't, I don't, I'm not referencing That's going to be my poll for everyone uh, is what's least your least favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas song? song or one you well, just can't Well, I mean, people stand. have, all, people have always, a couple of people on the text line have already said that they can't stand the Mariah Carey song. One of the things that contributes to someone's dislike of the tune, at least in my theory is, is that it gets repeated over and over and over and over and over again every yeah. year. Maybe the first or you know, you heard it a couple of times. It's like, that's nice. Uh, however, if you heard it like who knows how many times, you have that ear fatigue going on. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't like Can't it so do that much anymore. anymore. My least I? favorite is yeah. Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney. Cannot stand it. Well, I, I can go either way on it. It wouldn't make my top 10 list or yeah. my, my, a list of my favorites. Yeah, I'm a. There's a lot of. Uh, like, I love Paul, but I just can't but, get behind that song. There's a lot of traditional type. Christmas songs that I like, you know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Joy yeah, to the World, the that classics. kind of stuff. Yeah. Now that's what I call Christmas Music Volume 1. <laughs> yeah. 720 WGN, 18 minutes after 9, I'm John Lindecker in the midst of a countdown of the top 10 researched Christmas, a.k.a. holiday songs for 2022. Just review quickly. Number 10 was Wham! Last Christmas. Number 9, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry. Number 8, Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, Bing Crosby. Number 7, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano, which brings us to number 6. I don't want a lot for Christmas. be now thank you uh yeah that's mariah carey of course all i want for christmas is you at number six and i've already got a few texts here from 630 i'm okay never hearing the mariah carey song again uh, also from 319 how much does mariah make for christmas you know that is a very good point and a very good question because all of these songs are money makers big time oh yeah big time hands down yes so 
I don't know how much. Well, first of all, it would depend on a lot of factors that I haven't the time nor the interest really to go after. I mean, who owns the songs? You know, who gets the royalties? Is it the artist? Is it someone else? Who knows? Um, is it the estate of somebody like Bing Crosby or Gene Autry? Who knows? Somebody's making boku bucks off of these tunes because it's that time of year. And in the countdown, we've reached number five. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Hi, Dandy Williams at number five, most wonderful time of the year. Okay. Obviously, in a countdown, number four, three, two, one will occur. And as I said, this is a countdown of researched tunes by a consultant radio group called the P1 Media Group, which means that there are some unusual pairings. Like we noted at the beginning, number 10 was Wham! And number 9 was Gene Autry. This is interesting, but not quite the same. You'll see what I mean. This, as we go to, where are we? This is number four. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. All right, there you go, number four. Of course, that's Brill Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas. Here it gets interesting. Number three. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donna and Blitzen. shiny nose and if you ever saw it you would even say it glows okay here's the interesting part if we're counting down if we believe there's research from this uh, p1 media group number nine in the countdown was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by gene autry number four in the countdown was burl ives holly jolly christmas number three in the countdown was once again rudolph the red-nosed reindeer by burl ives now when i saw that in print i'm like Seriously? Is, is this a misprint? No. This is the possible result of a media group doing, getting a focus group together or however they do their music research. People it's, really like Rudolph. That's what I'm getting <laughs> out of this. Is people really love Rudolph. You can't go wrong with Rudolph. But you get how interesting uh, this can get. Um by the way, do you have an answer for how much Mariah Carey makes? Oh, in? yes, I do. I did a quick little search, and yeah. it looks like every year during Christmas, yes. Carey is estimated to make about $2.6 million just from that wow. one song alone. And that's that's yeah. incredible. Well, all of these are, as I said, are moneymakers. And that includes, where are we in this countdown? Number two.
Uh, Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock. Um, I got a comment about that, but first uh, we need to play in the countdown. Are you ready? Number one. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Brenda Lee, number one tune as far as this research group is concerned for the Christmas holiday music uh, format for 2022. The thing I find interesting is, as we go through some of these songs, it's not just the different years that are represented, but the different types of music that are represented. For instance, if you're old enough, you remember when our parents said, turn down that rock music, or I remember having a Mr. Berg was a choir and teacher at my high school who dismissed rock and roll completely. It'll never last. Well, Jingle Bell what? Jingle Bell Rock. Okay? The number two song. What What are we doing around the Christmas tree with Brenda Lee? We are rocking. Rocking. All right? Need I say, I say, say no more. Okay? You get my drift? You catch what I'm getting at here? All right, new entries for 2022 uh, from this research group. Now, I'm not going to play these songs, but I'm just going to mention them to you in case you're interested. Uh, number 32 is Frank Sinatra, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Number 34 is Darlene Love, Winter Wonderland. Number 35 is Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Number 42 is Taylor Swift, Last Christmas. Number 55 is John Legend, what Christmas means to me. Number 56 is In Sync. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Number 57, The Jonas Brothers. Brother, uh, like It's Christmas, I believe the song is called. Yeah. yeah. So, it's an interesting, I don't know, is this a sociological phenomenon? I wonder I wonder where Dominic the Donkey ranked on that. <laughs> Because that is, you know, uh, I did not print out the entire. I don't know. I think they have two hundred. They tested like two hundred songs. And put Dominic the Donkey's probably last. That is oh, not. You a don't know. One. You don't know. Is it Michael Bublé? Is that how you say his Bublé. name? Bublé. Uh-huh, Bublé. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. His version is at number forty. Um, That's a good version. I really do like. Bublé. But it combines all these different eras, these different genres, these different type of artists into one format which i think is sort of cool quite frankly because back in the day if you were working at a top 40 station like the ones that were here in chicago that meant that the only criteria for a song getting on was that it was a hit that it sold it didn't matter if it was a rock song i mean that's how you got to hear like cheap trick next to sammy davis jr <laughs> or or some inst- only that way i mean or you know some instrumental tune that uh like love is blue by paul moriad and then the beatles yeah. come on yeah um and th- i think there's something to be said for that uh although i think this is the only kind of format that still has that particular aspect to it of combining different genres and different eras and different artists uh because it's become so specialized 
Speaking of Christmas music, yes. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Not at all. What is your least favorite Christmas song? Oh my God, my least favorite Christmas song. Wow. Yeah, because I feel like everyone I, I has that come, one. I, I don't. I can't come back uh, with one off the top of my head. Mm. Um. I don't. I can't. I don't. I'm not referencing. That's going to be my poll for everyone. Uh, is what's least your least favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas song? song? Or one you well, just can't I mean, people stand. Have, all, people have always, a couple of people on the text line have already said that they can't stand the Mariah Carey song. One of the things that contributes to someone's dislike of the tune, at least in my theory is, is that it gets repeated over and over and over and over and over again every yeah. year. Maybe the first or, you know, you heard it a couple of times, it's like, that's nice. Uh, however, if you heard it like who knows how many times, you have that ear fatigue going on, and it's like, yeah. I don't like Can't it so do that much anymore. anymore. My least I? favorite is yeah. Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney. Cannot stand it. Well, I, I can go either way on it. It wouldn't make my top ten list or yeah. my, my, a list of my favorites. Yeah, I'm a, there's a lot of... Uh, like, I love Paul, but I just can't but, get behind that song. There's a lot of traditional-type Christmas songs that I like. You know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Joy yeah, to the World, the that classics. kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, that's well, what I call Christmas Music Volume 1. 